guys, we're back from hiatus. Uh, this is the Emo Album Revival Podcast, and I am your host, Ramiro, and my great co-host, Alex, What's is joining up? us. We are back from the hyenas, hiatus, whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> back from hiatus. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been, dude, It's we've been gone since last year. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, dude, It's it's been crazy. Work has been crazy, and... Yeah, it's it's dude. It's uh, 2018 definitely was interesting, and then 2019 has had a very interesting interest. In, ugh, I can't even talk. See, interesting <laughs> start to 2019, man. It's been it's been hectic for sure. Yeah, it's uh, you know, work for me has been crazy. Just been traveling and just um, yeah, it's just crazy, man. I'm living off a suitcase right now, so, uh, but it's it's worth it in the end. So some of you that don't know, uh, Ramiro is he works for a news station, so he's out there uh, covering all these stories and everything that's going on. And then I'm pretty sure you've been busy with the government shutdown. <laughs> uh, not really. We've just been busy with like local Las Vegas news, but I mean it, we have been seeing like the effects here because they're you know McCarran Airport here in Las Vegas is really huge, and um, you know TSA workers were having a hard time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's, it's, it's been pretty crazy. It's been crazy. They're open now, you know, obviously, but it's, uh, I'm pretty sure for news stations, they're just, you guys are just trying to cover everything you can. Pretty much. <laughs> and what about you, dude? What's going Gosh, on, man? I haven't, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. It's, dude, it's crazy, you know. Um, you know, I do like photo and video stuff and having your own like business or, whatever you're doing on your own like it's it's not always the easiest so you always have to be on your toes looking for for jobs and uh and just like it's it gets crazy you know in like everything in entertainment or in entertainment industry and stuff like things get slow things get busy so it it fluctuates a lot so it can be stressful for sure (laughs) right yeah that's crazy man so I mean, what's uh, is it is it New Year, New You, or is it New Year, Same You? It's New Year, try to survive. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like, have you been hitting up the gym? Is there any uh, New Year's resolutions that you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Gym is. I I always try to keep gym in, but gym is definitely one I've been doing, and New Year's resolutions. I mean, I didn't really have any this year just because I know that if I make any and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and then I just don't end up doing it and I'm just like feel shittier just because of it. So I'm like, I'm just going to go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. happens, happens. <laughs> I I just try to, I just try to keep it the same. I don't, you know, just, I don't like, I don't like changing it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing good, and I've been going to the gym since last year. So it's just like just keeping that routine is really, is really important. Yeah, I mean it's you know what everybody's New Year's resolution should just be be a good person, and that's it. If you're a good person, think, then you're good. <laughs> yep, be a good person, and then the other stuff falls through. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, yeah. That's but, definitely. Uh, but yeah, man, we're back with the the emo album revival podcast and we're uh excited because we're stoked to see that a lot of you still have been listening even though we took some time off and you guys are pretty stoked about it right you were looking at analytics earlier and Ramiro was looking at it and he was telling me of all these like cities and stuff right yeah there's there's a lot of cities that 
listening to us and we thank you guys and it's it's really awesome you know and just uh just hum it's very humbling to see this and that we could continue doing this and we're just gonna keep growing the show and we i know we've been promising you guys guests and we're gonna get that soon yeah um, people from the industry friends anybody that on ig that wants to get up in here with us and talk uh you know we're just regular scene kids that are still in love with with this music that's coming out and yeah I don't definitely care what you guys I don't care what you guys say about the new Bring Me The Horizon album. I love it. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Is that fuck, like... Fuck everybody that says it sucks because <laughs> you guys really are not listening to it. Dude, I mean, that is like... It is stirring the pot up for sure. Like, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Like, everybody has something to say about it. And you know what's crazy? Like, you bring up that topic. It's good. I mean, I, I like it personally. Um, For me, it's not... Bring me the horizon. Uh, if you look, if I if you look at it in a pop aspect, it's a good pop album. But if you look at it from as a, like a bring me the horizon in the bring me the horizon like aspect point of view, it's like of course people are gonna be like, what the hell is this? Like this isn't bring me the horizon, but it's a good pop record to me. How I feel, I mean, I love the band and I love bring me the horizon. Like you know, Semp Internal was like one of the freaking best yeah. albums to me like that album changed a lot for me but um i almost feel as if this record was like something Oli wanted to do and he could have easily done this as a side project but he brought bring me the horizon into it and everybody was just like okay fuck it like you know let's do it so it was like it, it, it was almost like as if they were just like, okay, like, well, yeah, we want to evolve. And then Oli was just like, all right, well, let's fucking go straight pop. And they were just like, they went along with it. They're like, I'm down, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it it's good. I, I like it. I mean, it, it, you have to listen to it a couple times, like you said. If you're not listening to it and you're just talking shit right off the bat, you need to open your, you need to open your mind up and your ears. <laughs> I mean, and I have to disagree with you on, like, them, like, for me... It's been coming. Like I know that it's like Sepaternal and then uh their what was their other uh, album? Sorry, man. I'm just That's the spirit. That's oh, the that, spirit. That's the newer like, one, the last the yeah. before this one. And then Amo, like I knew that this was coming. Like we all yeah. should have, we already we we were already waiting like I was already waiting for this album to come out, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, because, definitely. Like, they used to be grindcore. Yeah, definitely. And then they soft they softened up, and then they softened up again, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. It's not yeah. a bad thing. No, I mean you it's... can still you can still hear the core of in Amo from like you know from their first albums. Yeah. Like you can still hear the core of it. Yeah, I it, mean, it, I I I can't like for me it's you know like it, it's crazy, dude. Like when I listen to it, I I can hear the the hardcore in it i could hear the grindcore in it but it's like not truly there the formula is there and you know like you know you're you're an artist and you you you've written music and stuff like that you whenever you're in a band you have a formula they still have that formula mm -hmm. but it's just in a different like experimental way for them to like express you know what they could also do so it's like making them even better as artists yeah definitely i mean <clears throat> there's definitely bring me the horizon roots in there you know because that's never gonna change but um 
it's definitely I, I knew it was coming. I knew that they were evolving. Um, I feel like this album definitely was like a huge like change in a way. I mean, it, to me, like I said, to me, I, I understand from the artist side where you get sick of writing the same crap. You get sick of playing the same songs. You get sick of playing the same style. Like, it's like, just think about it. Like, you're at a job for, you know, 10 years and it's you're doing the same thing every single day and doing the you know same shifts and you get you get bored at some point you're like I want a different job it's you know it can get the same with music you write the same music same style same everything same venues and you're like well if we have the opportunity to you know rise as a band and and grow and evolve and get new opportunities then why not if you're if you're if you're allowed to do it you know because not everybody in, in the way is allowed to do it. Not that like bands are being shut down to do it, but like that your fans are allowing you to do it because a lot of Bring Me the Horizon fans are pissed and a lot of them are actually stoked. But they transitioned into it, like you said, like starting from Semper Eternal into That's the Spirit, they were already, you know, introducing this slowly. So they were kind of like sliding into the DMs real smooth, you know, and then bam. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean it's cool. I, I get it. Um a lot of people are not gonna understand it and they're gonna be confused, but they'll eventually they'll eventually grow into it, I think. But it's it's also like you gotta we gotta look at it the business aspect as well. Is that do they wanna continue doing what they're doing or do they wanna jump to the next level? Yeah. Do they want do they wanna keep doing this for another ten years? Like yeah, definitely. It's, the, it's it's the livelihood. It's the livelihood of the band. If if they would have turned out another Sepaternal album or that's the Spirit album, that that's kind of scary for a band because like, okay, like you're gonna just stay with the same followers, the same income. Like, you got to look at it in that yeah. aspect too. And it's like they have to jump to the next level, which is how could we reach more people? And it, and I go back. I'm gonna go back to like, you know. Um, sleeping with sirens yeah what what do they do you know like it's the it's the same thing they transition themselves into a broader spectrum for like listeners like they wanted to get into more mainstream and i have nothing against that it's like yeah some people some people will say like oh yeah I'm, I'm, i'm mad that they don't produce the same music but they are the same musicians it's just that they're growing up they want to they want to have a longer career yeah, you know, like, I mean, I I feel like uh, sleeping with sirens <laughs> definitely has had a harder time being accepted by the fans as far as their transition. Like, I think everybody was just kind of like, oh, like okay, whatever. Like they just moved on, you know. But um, for some reason, like I don't know why that that is going on with them in a way. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're still you know, selling and, you know, they can sell at arenas and all that. But Bring the Horizon definitely, I feel like, was one of those bands where it it just, it just like like they say, it like broke the internet because everybody was like, what the hell is going on? Like, what? how how is it possible? Like, how is this band that started more than 10 years ago that was just like a grindcore band now doing like some chain smoker fucking Halsey sounding shit now? You know what I mean? Like, that's like... Everybody is tripping out because that's not in the book, you know? That's not, like, the way you're supposed to do things. That's not in the music industry. That is just not heard of, you know what I mean? Because it, you get bands that 
do the same shit for so many years and it's not that they're bad a bad band or they're not evolving as musicians or anything but they just kind of get stuck in that you know scene or genre and they get scared to break out of it even if it's something that they want to do they're kind of just like uh, like you said from a business aspect um they're kind of like whoa that can really hurt us and bring me the horizon was just kind of like well i don't give a fuck like we're gonna do what we want and if it does good and if it doesn't who cares like it's just that's just who we are um but yeah, it's just I mean, I like it. I've I've listened to the to the album at the gym a couple times and here and there and um there's some songs on there that I'm just like, okay, I don't really understand why they did this, but okay, cool, like, you know, um and then they still have like some heavier riffing and all that. So I'm you, I'm, you can hear it in there. You can yeah, hear it in there. Yeah, definitely. And it's one of those albums that you have to like listen like like, it, you listen to it on your phone or whatever, you hear a song or two or whatever out of your phone speaker, and you're like, okay, cool. Then you then you listen to it on headphones, you're like, okay, like, nice, you know? You start listening to it on better, like, sound systems or whatever it is, or you, like, actually, like, dive into it, you're like, oh, shit, like, this is this is dope, you know? <laughs> I mean, and do you think, you know, Emerosa is going to come out with the new album as well, and they are changing it up, too, so it's going to be another band that's going to break yeah. the internet again with us seeing kids like either getting upset or being really happy and then like uh, understanding their music. Uh, Definitely. Imarosa has been a band that's been evolving every album. You know, it's expected of them, I think more for Imarosa to evolve. But all I can say is on that new song, all I can say is 1975. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's straight fucking the band 1975 with, you know, Imarosa playing instead of, the 1975 i like it i mean it's cool um and i see where they're going with it definitely um and i expected it from them for sure (laughs) yeah i mean it's no johnny craig band anymore no that's that's apparent that's 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 long gone (laughs) yeah it's super long gone and i know that a lot of you know seeing kids that we grew up with and we're friends with or we follow on instagram or twitter whatever they're still they're still on Johnny. Yeah, it's just because we we never got that album that he could truly show his like. Potential. Yeah, but but he gave us like twenty other fucking projects. <laughs> you got yeah. you got Dance Gavin's Dance, and then you got Slaves, and then you got his solo stuff. So I mean, he did, you know, give a lot of his stuff. And I mean, now like I I don't know if you heard recently he you know, he kind of fell back and they're doing the rehab thing again with him. So hopefully, I mean, Johnny, you have an amazing voice. If you're, you know, I don't know if you ever listen to this or anything, but I mean, hopefully that guy gets better, man. He he's he has talent, but he just has that problem, you know, and, and, and I understand it's it's hard. Addiction is not easy. It's not, you know, it's nothing to mess around with. It's, it's difficult. Hey, dude, nothing against him. I still have faith in him that he could come back yeah he just he, i don't know anything about drug addiction yeah you know like i i don't so i i can't speak you know and say like oh yeah i know how it is i have no drug addiction yeah i i you know i drink occasionally but it's just you know it's, it's just with yeah. friends here and there but it would be great to see that dude come back and and just wow us again like how he did when the first album with Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> just you know, how like, just how he has done <laughs> all yeah. the last couple of years. I mean he, he he falls in and out of it and, and and you know it's fucked up as it sounds in a way like 
it's crazy, like, he, you know, he's on the drugs, but in a way, like, maybe that's what makes Johnny Craig be an amazing artist, and, and, and it sucks, because it's, there's that saying that is, they say, like, um, a great musician is, is a broken musician, so it's, like, it's people, you know, like, people who write amazing songs or do amazing art are, like, usually the most broken people, the ones that are hurting the most, the ones that are going through the most, that are ones that are, you know, in addictions and stuff, and they create the most amazing art. So, in a way, it's like, that could possibly be Johnny Craig, but we don't want that for him, you know what I mean? We want him to be healthy and clean. Uh, but hopefully, we'll see if he recovers, and then if he comes back with a new band or something, and we'll have yeah. another Johnny Craig project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, and also, we're we're expecting a new Issues album this year, correct? Yeah, I'm stoked for that. Hell yeah, that's going to be sick. That's going to be another that's one. That's going to be, yeah. All these all these albums that are we're anticipating are going to change the game. It's it's I feel like it's it, this is it. I mean, um I know for a fact that a lot of these bands have been wanting to do this and they've been wanting to evolve and they've been wanting to change and and they've been wanting to kind of go into the pop side of the world because the scene has always had that pop aspect, you know, the the super heavy, you know, breakdowns and everything and then super poppy melodic choruses. So it's always been there. It's always been like an influence. So now bands are kind of like, okay, fuck it. Like bring me the horizon and bands like Imarosa are just pushing for it. Mm-hmm. We can all do it now. We can all have a new world of you know creation and and music and writing so it's definitely bands like issues bring me the horizon and Marosa are are pushing those boundaries and you know uh, evolving this this scene the whatever's going on you know yeah it's for me i think where where these bands are going where these labels are going or is just like they they want to kind of fuse in with the mainstream because to yeah. survive you have to go against the mainstream but i don't think they want to go against them yeah and you have to kind of like find a middle ground to even compete with them or even you know cuz i don't know like now i think about like music more of an industry as mm-hmm. well like yeah. it's just like i'm trying to think okay like if i was in a band how do i want to stay you know playing longer and keep living up my dream and stuff like that you know yeah i mean it's a business and businesses do the same thing all the time they rebrand you know it's it's whatever it is it's like you you own a business a company or something and then you have that same style or look for a while and then you rebrand after a couple years because it's gonna keep your business afloat you know you gotta you gotta you gotta adjust to the new things you know what i mean so same with music. I mean, a lot of bands are kind of, I think, feel like they're scared in a way because, you know, of the business side. But Bring Me the Horizon and all that, like, that that's pushing those doors open for everybody. Kind of going like, all right, well, you know, here we go. We opened the door for everybody. So you guys are more than welcome to go and do whatever the hell you want now. <laughs> So that issues album, I'm, I'm. That's gonna be an interesting one for sure. I mean, do you think that? I mean, like, you think there's still a market for deathcore, grindcore, um, metalcore? Going back to kind of like the you know, bring me the horizon thing. Do you think there's there's still a market for that and for people to go see these shows? I feel that there is, 
um, it's just kind of getting smaller in a way. Um, I feel like hardcore is is taking a, a, a it's going full circle. I think like just like all trends and and like fashion does. So hardcore, you know, the hardcore scene was was like an underground like scene. You know what I mean? It was like an underground underground community. The hardcore scene has always been that. You know, like especially like the more hardcore bands like Terror and all that. Like the super like closer community underground, right? And then 2006, 2007, eight came around. And, you know, the screamo scene, whatever, this whole, like, generation of kids like us or whatever, like, came out and started fusing this hardcore scene with kind of, like, a pop scene. So then this, that's when you got, like, you know, the screamo band and Pierce the Veil and, like, all the bands like that that were mixing these this heavy music with pop. I feel like the scene or the music now is transitioning back to... Um, more of a pop style, obviously, you know, everybody, like you said, is trying to kind of go mainstream in a way to stay afloat, and I feel like the hardcore scene is coming back to its underground, closer community, because it's, it's this, these bands are kind of separating themselves from this, this thing that they had fused with, and they grew with it, and it's like, okay, we're, we're moving on, and the hardcore community is still there, you know, because it, it, the hardcore music community has always been you know, it's not going to be mainstream. It's huge, but it's not going to be mainstream. You know, it's, it's always going to kind of keep underground. So I, I feel like it's it's coming back full circle where it's going to come back to the underground and, and it's going to be, you know, the hardcore bands are going to be doing those shows, those house shows, those smaller venues back to like what it was a couple of years ago. Um, as far as as far as that, I think there's still a market. Definitely. Kids are always going to go to shows. Kids are always gonna want to buy merch and and not not CDs, but listen to music now on Spotify or whatever. Um, it's just gonna be up to the bands to adapt to whatever comes their way, and and go with it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't think the music will the the music will ever die. It's just like the punk scene, you know. What I mean, like punk was got huge. Punk got huge like in the eighties, nineties. It was like a big thing, you know. The Ramones and everybody were getting big. But punk was an underground scene before that. There was a couple bands that got huge. They got a lot of, you know, recognition, got big. And then what happened, those bands kind of moved on or they died out. And then the punk scene came back to the underground again. And there's still a punk scene. There's still a market. But it's it's underground, you know what I mean? It's not it's not for everybody, I guess you could say. So I think that's, that's what's happening with hardcore right now. It's kind of going back into the underground scene again. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it goes full circle because, yeah. like, if you really are looking for that specific music, you'll go and find it. Yeah, right. Is that yeah. that's basically what it is? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just definitely it, it. It hard, like it's like country. You know, what I mean, like a lot of people like country, a lot of people don't, and it's not for everybody. It's it's a really niched genre. So is hardcore. Like not everybody likes screaming and he- and heavy breakdowns, you know. So it's it's a really niched community and genre. So it's it's always gonna be like when you look for it, you go to that certain side of the music world uh, and and look for that. There's uh, there's a lot of hardcore bands that are still big though. I mean, like that. That's it, it, like hardcore metal. Like that, I don't want to just say hardcore, but it's like hardcore metal music, whatever. Like 
it's it's that whole like genre of music. There's there's bands that are still selling arenas and stuff. So it's it, there's still a huge market for it. You just gotta be able to know how to break through it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be yeah, interesting. Gonna, interesting year for music. It, no, it is. Uh, and then of course this is gonna be the first year that we don't have a full warp tour. Yeah. So that's gonna change up everything. Like, when are bands gonna be releasing their albums? Is it still gonna be in the same time? Uh, yeah. And you know, we talk about Warp Tour a lot, but Warp Tour does really shape the industry and the scene because that's when albums come out. Big time. They come out when bands are gonna go tour on Warp Tour because they will hit every city, exactly. every major city in the United States. And now it's like, okay, what are the labels gonna do to replace? Warp tour how are they going to get those bands out there and it's crazy because now i'm starting to see more shows that have six bands exactly like back in the day back in the day that's yeah. how it used to be <laughs> yeah you, you get six bands in one tour yeah there you guys go and and lately like you know when you know warp tour was going on like the last you know five six years we weren't seeing that we were only seeing three bands yeah on tour yep maybe a fourth as a you know like a up-and-coming band uh-huh. but it's you know you, you don't see like we're not going to be seeing that anymore i i at least i think so i think we're going to be seeing you're going to get more bang for your buck seeing more bands in one show yeah and and, and I, t- I talked about it before on here where um it's just one of those things where like you said warp tour was a huge platform uh, for bands and labels, it, it was it was less risky for a band for a label to sign a band right before summer and say, okay, you guys are doing good. We're gonna sign you guys. Put you on Warp Tour. You're gonna hit every city, like you said, and there's gonna be you know almost guaranteed, you know, some kids watching your band, you know, that you just signed, whether it was even on Ernie Ball stage or like one of the smaller stage, you're guaranteed someone to see that band. Opposed to now, there is no Warp Tour. Warped, warped her, warped her. <laughs> There's no warp tour, and um, you as a label, it's riskier business to say, okay, I'm gonna sign you guys, put you on a tour, even if it's a support act or if it's a main headline or whatever. And then now you have to spend the time to book all those days, spend the time to invest all that time and money into it, and do a lot more work as as opposed to before, where warp tour was already half the work was already done for the labels. So we'll see. We'll see how that that goes with uh, with the labels now. And you, like you said, you're seeing you're seeing tours now with a lot more bands. And, and you know what's crazy? Even Warp Tour, I seen a tweet. I don't remember who it was, or but I I seen something along the lines that they were trying to invite Halsey to go oh, play yeah. play one of the Warp Tour dates. I'm just like, okay, well, are they gonna do like a pop festival or what? You know what's going on? It's definitely gonna be bigger acts than like. You know all these like bands that used to tour warp tour so yeah i mean and then i think also the you know the industry is losing out on free publicity in a sense because when you would go to warp tour and i, I know we talk a lot about warp tour but it, it it really is like it does influence the scene yeah but when you would go it's like oh who are you gonna like you, you just be in line either going to the restroom or going to get some food or some water you're always talking to the person either in front of you or behind you. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll, you'll be, you know, you're always ready to answer. It's like, Hey, like they'll tell you like, Hey, who, who are you going to see next? Yeah. Or who are you going to see? Cause I don't have, 
I have like two hours that I don't have nothing to see. You go and look at your freaking schedule yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, you have to check out this band. You know, they're awesome. Go check them out if you don't, if you have time. And like, I mean, I've, I've found so many bands just doing that, like with just yeah. being in line and people was like, oh, what are you watching? Oh, well, you know, right now I, you know, I have two hours to, you know, browse or, you know, browse the stages yeah. and see what I, what I like. Yeah. Just walk oh, around, well, check out this band. And boom, like I found bands that I really like, you know? Yeah. It was our community. It was our, uh, it's that community I'm talking about where, you know, you, you show up and it's a lot of like-minded people that like the kind of same kind of music and, and you connect and it, it, it it's like our Wango Tango or whatever the hell or our Coachella of the scene, you know, and it's essentially it's gone now. I don't know how I don't know if the these warp Tour dates that they're doing now will have the same feel as far as like kind of like the cross country tour, because when you went to the cross one of the cross country dates, it, it almost felt like. It was like you're gonna you. It, it was like that one time of the year you were gonna go hang out with your friends, and watch a bunch of bands. You know, even if it was with one friend that you went with, but it was like that one time of the year that you would go and like let loose and watch, you know, hundreds of bands. Literally, you could, um, in a day. And I don't know if that feeling is gonna still be there for these new like warp tour dates they're putting out because it's like a two-day festival it's more of a festival than like a show in a way even though warp tour always kind of has been like a festival but it always felt like a show so um we'll like see cir- circus yeah like a freaking like yeah like you were part of the circus man like you were just it was it was like that like it's like oh the circus is coming in town like my, all my homies are here so it, it felt that way and and um, with these new dates, especially if it's bigger acts, it's kind of like one of those things where it's going to be huge stages. You're not going to be as close to the artists, as close to the stages. You know, it's it's not going to be that feel if it's that way. It's going to be more of a festival thing than it's going to be more of a Coachella kind of thing. So we'll see. We'll see how how that how that plays out. I don't I don't know anything else other than the dates right now, and you know a lot of people are the same. So yeah, and you know it's just a lot of changes that we're going to have to get used to and see where the, our scene is going. Yeah. And because I say we, because we, we built it. Yeah. We all have contributed some way or another, giving money to these they awesome dance. bands, these, these great people that are out there every single day going out and just giving it to their, you know, their fans, basically us. Yeah. And, uh, definitely. You know, and talking about shows and stuff like that. And just, you know, we had one listener. She uh she she messaged she messaged us on yes I, on on the IG which the is Instagram. Uh, if if you guys want to follow us, emo <laughs> album revival podcast. It's a mouthful, yes, <laughs> but uh give us a follow. Yeah, message us, say hi. But we had this uh this listener, uh, blue eyed Virgo girl. She Ooh, messaged us. At- does she have blue eyes? I, I mean, we can we can go check if she does. Blue eyed uh, Virgo. <laughs> yeah, what? but uh, blue eyed Virgo girl has a question for us. What's which up? Is our first question from a guest. I mean, not a guest. A uh, listener. Listener. A listener. Yeah, from a listener. Uh, hit me question, with it. Hit, hit it. Hit all right. me with it. If you could pick one band to play an entire album from beginning to end, who would it be, and what album? Woo. 
Okay. Uh, you want to go first on this one, or you want me to hit it? You go first. You go first on this one. I think, yeah, the band that I would pick, and they no longer exist, which is sad to me. I think I, know, my... I think I know who you're going to say. Who am I going to say? It's probably going to be like Scary Kids, and it's probably Scary Kids. <laughs> no, it's not, oh. it's not Scary Kids. I'm sorry, dude. Ah, uh, damn, <laughs> dude. It's so it's of machines. Oh, and okay. Al- and the album is as if everything was held in place. Man, dude, that band. I, I'll listen to the intro because it just builds up, and it's just like, you know, for me that album I can listen to it without pressing skip. Yes, it's. I will listen to the entire album. It's just like banger after banger after banger, and it's just like. Came out in 2009. I was 19. Going to college. Man, this thing was on repeat. And there's still days I'll go to the gym and I play this album. Oh, man. It's just like inspirational. Like, they did an awesome job. And if I could see that album played from beginning to end, I probably have like a couple black eyes. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a dope album, man. I remember listening to them and... They were kind of more on the uh, ambient side of things as far as, like, guitars and writing. Like, it was just a lot of delays with the heavy riffing. It was, it was sick, man. I, I like it. It's a good one. That's a good one. It's a it's a great album, and I wish, you know, of course, they only released that album, and it would have been nice uh, to see them grow. But, you know, things happen with bands, and, like, these guys were possibly young, and... You know things happen. Yeah. So you know. No, for sure. Sh- for sure, that's that's a that's a great album. It it like I said, it was a lot of like the at the time I was into like a lot of the delay writing and guitars, and I was just like, yeah, this is sick. And of machines, yeah, it's dope album. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you have another one, or is that just the only one? You think you? I mean, I mean, I would put you know, I, not really. I mean, I would say, of course, you know, Circa Survive, Blue Sky Noise. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Banger, banger right there. <laughs> who wouldn't? But, you know, yeah. like, that's that's like a typical answer. So that's my typical answer. Um, you know, I'm sure you have one, but. Dude. I, I would say Blue Sky Noise from beginning to end. Uh, for, I know, for me, Circa Survive, Jaterna. I think one of them. If it was a Circa Survive album, it would be Jaterna. Yeah, that that show was awesome. Yeah, that I was there. That it dude, was awesome. That's like a I died. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, that that the album feels like when you listen to it, it feels like you're just sailing through the ocean and just like the air is just hitting your face, and you're just like, okay, life is good. <laughs> no, it is. It yeah. is. Um, and I think I think that's the like I think that's the albums that you pick that you would listen from beginning to end is just that it makes you feel like it's like a diary in a sense. Like you, yeah. you remember the good old days or yeah. you, you know, it might be bad days, but you still like look where I am now. And I used to listen to this album when I was down in the dumps and now like you listen to it. It's like, man, like I've grown as a person. Yeah. yeah it's a nice definitely. diary. And that's yeah. how I see these albums. You know, they're music. It's a nice little diary of how much I've grown. Heck yeah. It's music is a, it's a weird. It's a weird uh, diary. 
because you you could hear listen back and you're like I remember what I was doing at the time when this came out or whatever so it's cool um dang blue eyed blue eyed girl uh got us with this question I think for me um see I have I have like I have like two records I think there's one more on the mainstream side that I don't know if necessarily would um be like from the scene but I'm, I'm just gonna mention it anyways and i'll get into the other one that i that i really from the scene that i would listen to front to back but the, the first one is like one of my favorite records of all time which is blink 182 take off your pants and jacket that's like my favorite band my favorite record of all time everything from like sonically like music wise and sound wise like it it just blew my mind when it came out it sounds so good and that's one of the records i could just i could sing every lyric front to back and i could listen to that whole record all the way through without a problem and it's just one of those and i mean everybody fucking likes blink i mean not everybody but most it's a mainstream album but from the scene um if i had to listen to one record you know front to back it has to be uh pierce the veil's uh selfish machines that that record was just like freaking it was like life changing as a musician for me because when Flare uh, Flair for a Dramatic came out, I was already like, "Damn, like this band's doing, doing it, but they're doing it different. Like it's they they had like a different like spice to their music, you know. If you it, it, that's like the best I could describe it, like a different spice to the music from what was going on at the time. And then uh, Selfish Machines came out, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" Like the freaking, just the writing on this record was amazing. Like, it was so different than what was out. Um, you know, even starting with Besitos, like, that that little, like, guitar riff lead that he was doing, and then into, like, other songs like Caraphernalia, and just, like, the whole record is just... You can still listen back to it right now, and you'll find new things in that record. Like, you'll listen back and be like, oh, I, don't never, I never even heard that being in the song, or I never even noticed that was in the song. Like... It's one of those records like you just listen from front from the beginning to end and it's just you don't skip a song. I love it. And and well the thing is like back then where we were listening to those albums like the headphones we were listening on yeah. were not the best headphones. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know we're I'm getting close to 30 years old. Shit you know, man, like, we're old. <laughs> yeah, we're old. So, you know like I could go and buy myself a good pair of headsets, you know, like, and, you know, or headphones and, mm-hmm. oh my God, just hearing the music is a whole different, Yeah, like, oh, I have to go back and listen to these albums. And yeah, that's one of those albums where you go back and like Pierce Avell just kills it. Like you just hear every little thing, dude, it's, it's freaking amazing. And for me, it's just like, um, I don't care if you're contagious. That's another good one from yeah. that album bulletproof love yeah dude that's it's a good pick you picked a good album dude yeah that's it it just has a lot of different styles and and see that's the thing like we were talking about fusion and like fusing like these different genres and and bands evolving i feel like pierce avale is one of those like bands that has been doing it since the beginning and they've been evolving since the beginning since they started writing even from when they were um uh, before today, is it? Be- what was their old band? Uh, before today, was it before today? Um, even back then, when it was just Mike and and Vic, like they were already doing something like fusing punk with like these salsa rhythms and these like different like styles and and 
they've done it really well over the years. And 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 when they come out with a new record, I think it's going to be one of those like game-changing records again because they've done it over and over over the years. Um I've ran into people that are not fans of Pierce Avell, but I mean, it, it's they're just a good band. Like they're good musicians, like uh they kill it every time. They're good live and and they know how to like they've been evolving for over the years and definitely have been uh setting an example for the scene for a very long time and, and yeah starting with uh uh selfish machines it was one of those records where everybody i feel like was just like whoa like we could do that like hell yeah you know what i mean like it, i always feel like there's always that there's always a band that has to open the door and then everybody's like okay like we're allowed to do that now you know because it's it's scary it's scary as a artist or musician or band or whatever to try new things but that's what it's all about you know and you get the brave bands or artists that are like fuck it i don't care what they say i'm gonna go do it and it works out and sometimes it doesn't so pierce avail selfish machines definitely um and uh blue-eyed girl if you're you know Blue-eyed, blue-eyed Virgo girl. If you're listening, you know, thank you so much for the questions, and let us know, you know, and and we might, we'll probably have a post or something this week for about from this new episode. But you know, leave a comment and see what what was your, you know, what's the record you you would listen to, um, front to back, and anybody else listening, uh, leave a comment if you're listening on iTunes or wherever. Leave a comment and let us know uh, what record you would listen to from front to back. And you know, yeah, we or just we, we, or, or or just any question you guys have, and you guys are more than welcome to join us on the podcast. Um, we're pretty yeah. much available, so, and you know, like we, I mean, we want to have you guys on too. It's not just yeah. us that want to talk. Like we're a community, and you know, like that's what why you know Alex and I started this podcast. Like, yeah, we we want all of us to stay stick together and continue supporting these bands that we've been listening to for a very long time, and. Um, you know, like just keep the love flowing. Heck yeah, it's a, it'll be it's it, it'll be good times, good times. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was a lot, good, a, a lot to talk about today. <laughs> definitely, definitely, and you know, there's there's of course there's more to talk about in the next episode. There's some bands we didn't talk about today that I totally forgot about, but I'm gonna save it for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fever three three three. Oh yeah, dude, that tour with Thrice. <laughs> just Damn. saying. Yeah, that's just a, saying. That's a but good record. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about that next uh, next episode. Um, but yeah. I've been on that too, so yeah. <laughs> we want again, guys. We want to thank you for listening. Wherever you're from in this world, thank you so much. If you have any questions, of course, hit us up on on the IG or you know Twitter. We don't have a Twitter yet, right? Do we? Yeah, we we do have a Twitter. Oh, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even know that. We have a Twitter. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and I, I think we have. Oh, we have a YouTube page. I haven't uploaded uh, a lot of the episodes on there, but um, I will try and get this this new one up on on uh, YouTube this week. So if you guys want to listen on YouTube as well, you guys can go subscribe and like and all that, and uh, check that out as well. Yeah, it's a emo album revival podcast. Yeah, it's pretty S-I-G. much the same across the board, right? Everywhere. Yeah, everything's yeah, it's the same. So yeah, just type that in on every platform. Uh, you guys can find us on you know LinkedIn. I just <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
But yeah, you, you, you could give us your uh, banking account and we <laughs> can take some money. <laughs> Any sponsors out there you guys want to sponsor, it'd be greatly appreciated. But yeah, uh, much love to everybody. Like we said, we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, we're grateful for having you guys listen in. And, you know, here is Blabber about how we're old and how we miss the old days. <laughs> <laughs> How much I'm loving the new days. Yeah, the new days are good, too. We have a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening. This is the Emo Album Revival Podcast, and I am Ramiro. And I'm Alex. And we're so happy for you guys to check us out and listen to us talk about the scene that we love so much. Yeah. All right. So stay sad, kids, and don't do drugs. New year, same emo. Yeah. Bye. Bye.